0: One thing the state can do, the federal government, should constitutionally, as we understand, is to protect us. And that is constitutionally outlined. So, are they doing a good job with that? Specifically, the commander in chief. Well, let's ask the former mayor, Shiloh Israel, founder and president of Shiloh Israel's Children's Fund, which treats terror victim victims, uh, children who are terror victims, www.shilohisraelchildren.org. And he is the author of The Islamic Tsunami. So, David Rubin, great to have you back on the broadcast. And I wanted to just get your thoughts on what the president of Israel said, Shimon Peres, in the, saying that, hey, Iran, your time is out. Now, this guy's not a hawk. So does this mean that they're finally going to get serious about dealing with Iran's nuclear program?
1: Well, what it it means is that there's consensus in Israel on whether Iran's nuclear weapons program has to be taken out. Uh, Virtually everyone in Israel agrees that, that the Iranian nuclear program has to be taken out. The disagreement is whether it needs to be done right now and whether Israel should be going it alone or going in coordination with the United States. That, that is the real issue in Israel. But there is no disagreement uh, from, from those who, like Shimon Peres, who is, who is a, a dogmatic uh, dove, uh, to, to the most uh, hawkish of the hawks. Uh, everyone realizes that the Iranian nuclear program has to be stopped.
0: Why doesn't President Obama, or does he, in your estimation?
1: Well, President Obama is another story. I, you know, pre- President Obama would like for there not to be another military conflict. In fact, when the Israeli Prime Minister uh, went, met with him some months ago, President Obama made an offer to him. He, he told Prime Minister, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu, that that if Israel promises not to launch any strike on, uh, on Iran, no preemptive strike on Iran in the year 2012, that he will be happy to give Israel, well, to sell Israel, uh, the, the special bunker-busting bombs that Israel needs to penetrate uh, the, those, those thick bumpers, bunkers uh, that Iran has buried its nuclear program underground under
0: so does that kind of deal speak to uh president obama's understanding of the threat of of iran and its nature and its history uh or does it speak to his lack of understanding of just how uh how dangerous iran is
1: well, the the only thing that I think it speaks to is his political savvy. Uh, he's running for re-election. He doesn't want a major military conflict that the United States possibly could get drawn into, uh, even if it's only on a very temporary basis. He does not want to be seen as attacking an Islamic nation. Uh, one of one of the central premises of the Obama administration. One of the central goals of the Obama administration has been to strengthen America's ties with the Islamic nations. He said this from the very beginning when he, when he met with, uh, with uh, Charles Bolden, the, the head of NASA, and he told him that one of the main purposes of NASA, in his eyes, in the president's eyes, is to give the Islamic nations a good feeling about their accomplishments in math and science. Uh, kind of an odd thing for a president to be saying to the head of NASA, but but that it just typifies President Obama. Most people who haven't read my book, The Islamic Tsunami, don't realize that these words were said. Don't realize that President Obama, Obama has this this passion for improving America's ties with the Islamic nations at all costs, and uh, even if that cost. Uh, does great damage to the security interests of allies of the United States like Israel, and does great long-term security damage to the United States as
0: well. Does he understand, in in your mind, I I, I get the idea. He obviously wants to take us down a notch. He has. He doesn't believe we are the leader of the free world. He wants to lead from behind. He has the historic reference of Europe's leading place in the world. Gee, they've done a great job of it. But they look at it just in looking at it does he believe in in the fact of of saying okay well we don't want to have leaders and people who are above others in any way mutual respect even when they slaughter their own citizens uh we're going to have mutual respect because that will make the world a more peaceful place is that the motivation behind president obama and his policies
1: well, that might be the motivation if he was a dogmatic pacifist. He's not a dogmatic pacifist. Uh, remember, he's he's the one who gave the order to kill Osama bin Laden and and just to throw his remains out to sea. Uh, the, the, he's he's not a pacifist, but what what he is is an ideological, secular leftist who is. Who is sworn to work together with the Islamic ideologues, who he still has tremendous respect for, even though, of course, he still claims that he's a Christian. But, uh, but, but his—I uh, mean—the facts, the facts outweigh his statements. And uh, when we look at those facts, we see that he is committed to having a strong relationship with the Islamic world. And the, and that's not something that's that's really should it should come as a great shock because all you have to do is look at what he did when he became elected president. His very first phone call was to Mahmoud Abbas, the head of the Palestinian Authority, uh, which is basically a terrorist entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his first two trips overseas were to Istanbul, Turkey, and Cairo, Egypt where he declared that the call to prayer from the mosques is the prettiest sound on earth, and that's a quote. And he has not visited America's ally, Israel, once since getting elected president. So the, the facts outweigh any statements that he might make for electoral consumption, and I think people need to be aware of that.
0: And if they read your book and, and read your press releases, they will be aware of it. But why the reluctance to cover his actions as opposed to his words and even go so far as to always be giving the benefit of the doubt? Those actions contradict uh, what motivations that we've talked about in the sense of, OK, peaceful and everything else. No, there is a agenda here. So why the reluctance uh, by the mainstream media to cover that? David?
1: Well, I think it, it, it portrays their bias, you know, it just uh, shows it clear that the, that the media, the mainstream media at least, uh, talk radio obviously is an exception, but the mainstream media has a left-wing bias. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they do not want to be seen as, as being critical of, of a president that, uh, that, that brings forth their agenda. I think it needs to be said, we need to be honest about this. Uh, The the second factor is related to this, and that is that they don't want to be seen as criticizing a black president. And uh, that is also a factor here. Uh, And you know, which of course, if you look at it objectively, it makes absolutely no sense, uh, because uh, there, there are so many conservative black leaders who are very, very effective and very capable uh but but that but that's not you know, you know the the real issue is to have somebody who will bring forth their agenda you know it's kinda it's kind of like those who who claim that they uh you know that they're they're gonna stand with hillary clinton because uh because they're feminists and they 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 wanna promote uh rights for women uh but when it came to sarah palin or or michelle bachman you know they're they're very happy to be critical in a very coarse and, uh, and misogynist way. So uh, that it's because they're conservatives, of course. So uh, a woman is a conservative, a black is conservative, can, can expect to have their head cut off by the left-wing media. Uh,
0: David, Syria, what, do we, what should we be understanding from our action, or lack of action in Syria, as opposed to what we did in Libya?
1: Well, in Syria there there is a similar situation to what happened in Libya. Mm -hmm. In Libya, obviously, President Obama said uh, that we need to stand with the the Libyan people against uh, the terrible dictator Muammar Gaddafi. Well, Muammar Gaddafi in Libya was a terrible dictator, Uh, but the fact is that the Muslim rebels that, that received the support of the United States.
0: David, real quick, David, real quick, because do I, I, you have a couple minutes on the flip side of this. I, I want to get your complete answer. Would that be all right? Do you have time for us? A couple more minutes? Sure,
1: I, I continue after the break, sure.
0: Thank you very much. David Rubin, author of The Islamic Tsunami. He is also founder and president of Shiloh's Israel Fund, Children's Fund, pardon me, and, of course, the former mayor of shiloh israel so we will continue with mr rubin on the flip side ask him about syria as we are doing and ask him about russia specifically vladimir putin versus president obama and their approaches can they come together and do we even want that crane durham's nothing but truth afr talk